Confirmation bias abound. Kyler Murray speaks. What did he say? You are locked on Cardinals. Your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome in, Locked On Cardinals. Alex Clancy here. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Follow the podcast at Locked On AZ Cards. Every day seems to be more exciting, interesting, scary, question mark laden than the last. And today, Kyler Murray spoke. And the reason why I uh, teased this show as uh, confirmation bias abound is because that's what Kyler Murray's independent study clause acted as. Thank you for making Lockdown Cardinals your first listen each and every day, free and available on all platforms. I am your host, Alex Clancy. You can follow me at Clancy's Corner. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. Like, do all that great stuff, because this stuff ain't slowing down. The storyline will dissipate a little bit, but what Kyler Murray said today is what I thought he would say. Something like that. And it's not because of any one specific reason. It's because Kyler Murray is Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray is not a rah-rah guy. Kyler Murray is not going to give you insight into his life like others might. It's just not who he is. It's not a bad thing. It's not a good thing. It's just what it is. And as camp rolls on, and as this story is still potent in the 24-7 news cycle that is our lives now, it's just something that needs to be acknowledged that Kyler Murray is not going to give you Da Vinci's code or whatever that is. Kyler Murray is not going to give you the answers you want. And first of all, he shouldn't need to. And second of all, why would you be surprised? It's who he is. He's a quiet dude. And People a lot of times, and I don't really understand this, but people a lot of times mistake quiet for dumb or not informed or not standing up for oneself or not explaining oneself. And I don't understand that. I don't understand that. But that's where we are. As we're rolling into camp and as things are starting to become real for the 2022 season. The one thing that is stealing the headlines for not a good reason is how Kyler Murray presents himself in front of a camera when answering things like this. Now, is it easier for everybody if you get more insight than what Kyler Murray gives? Sure, but that doesn't mean that what he's doing is wrong. Does he need to watch more film? Yes. Does he need to get better? And is he a work in progress? Absolutely. But just because he doesn't give you the answers that you want to hear with the in-depth nature that you want to hear, so what? This is polarizing a fan base more than I've seen. Like, this is getting to new levels of idiocracy? I don't know. 
this is what this is is the NFL offseason still. This would 100% be a story if there were games on Thursday, Sunday, and Monday rolling right now. If this were week four and this story came out, ooh, contract came out that Kyler Murray signed in the offseason, that he ain't watching film, it would be a story for like two seconds. But now this is just compounding the story that started early on in the regulars, early on in the offseason with Kyler Murray scrapping his, scrapping his Instagram, scraping his Instagram. This is just an extension of that. And I'm going to get into what he said in the next segment. Follow me on Twitter, Clancy's Corner. Thanks for chilling with me on a Thursday live here. But what he said shouldn't surprise you. And that's why this is just a, a, an act showing your confirmation bias one way or the other. Some people, you're like, you know what? Both people are at fault. They, they're towing the line right down the middle. That's fine. Everybody's entitled to their own opinion. Absolutely. Some people are full on the side of Michael Bidwell and Steve Kime. Like, well, they just gave him $230 million if the extent of the contract is realized. They can put whatever they want in the contract. It's his money. Okay, there's that option too. And then the other side, people that are on the side of Kyler Murray are like, wait, wait. Look at this team. Kyler Murray, since 2018, is the main reason why the Cardinals went to 5-8-11. to to And those people that are on the side of Kyler Murray are seemingly inherently infused with Cliff Kingsbury ain't the guy. He's not the guy that's going to be able to allow Kyler Murray to realize his full potential as a star quarterback in the NFL. That side has that, you know, not absolutely, but has that thought process infused into it. So there's three. One, I just want to watch football, man, right in the middle. More power to you. The other one. Oh, I'm an Arizona Cardinals fan. Bird on the helmet. It's Kyler Murray's fault. Trade him if he doesn't like it. Why is he not watching more film? And then it's it's not Kyler Murray's fault. It's the front office's fault. They didn't do anything for the offensive line. Blah, 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 blah. And Cliff Kingsbury's not the guy. Those are the three pillars of this conversation. So when this clause came out and when Kyler Murray said what he said today, both together acted as confirmation bias for the polls of either side, whether it's the front office's fault or Kyler Murray's fault for what's happened in the 2020 and 2021 downfalls. All that's done is act as confirmation bias. And for those who don't, I'm sorry, confirmation bias is a fallacy where you only remember things that confirm your initial thought process. Like, I, whenever I get my car washed, it rains. That's confirmation bias because you only remember the times that you got your car washed and then the next day or later that day, it rains. Kyler's the guy, confirmation bias that it's the front office's fault for putting this clause in. Kyler's not the guy. Kyler needs to grow up. Kyler's a bad leader. Well, this is confirmation bias that Kyler is not prepared every week to play football, and that's the problem. And then, bless your hearts, we're right down the middle. Confirmation bias doesn't apply to you. What did Kyler Murray say today? One big quote. You can check it out at Locked On Sports, at Clancy's Corner. They put out a big graphic just for me. Thanks, Cam. 
What did he say? I'll tell you. Next, first, Built Bar. Built Bar, Built Bar, Built Bar. If you haven't tried Built Bar Puffs yet, you're depriving yourself of one of life's greatest joys, okay? <sighs> Cookie dough. Had some, have one left, saving it for laters. Covered in chocolate. Protein-infused marshmallow. Covered in chocolate. Cookie dough, chunk, puffs. Light, chewy texture, real cookie dough chunks. And of course, as I mentioned, 100% chocolate. It's your mom not letting you eat raw cookie dough when you were younger because there were raw eggs in it. But no raw eggs, covered in chocolate. Bingo, bango, bongo. 160 calories, 15 grams of protein. So it's breakfast. It's the healthiest candy bar you'll have. It's the best tasting protein bar you'll have, whichever way you want to side with it. Like all built Bars, tasty, light, fluffy, covered in chocolate. You're going to love the new co- uh, cookie dough chunk puff. Whether you need a snack for your workout, a late night treat, or just to grab a quick bite, Built is the perfect protein bar. Go to built.com. Use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. Alex Clancy here, second segment, Locked On Cardinals. Thanks for making Locked On Cardinals your first listen each and every day, free and available on all platforms. Which side are you on? Because, listen, I'm not asking this or framing this to divide anybody. That is the last thing that I ever intend to do. But it seems like the lines in the sand are being more and more pronounced every day. Just look at Twitter. It's crazy. It's crazy. Whatever side you're on, it's crazy. Like, it's not political. But it feels like it's like it's not political. I'm saying this as an example. It feels like the polarization kind of of our country at times now. That's what this is. Kyler front office. The people that have been watching the Arizona Cardinals for a long time side with the Cardinals. Because it's the Cardinals. It's their favorite team. It's their team growing up. This is a transplant city now. And the diehard Cardinals fans will side with the Bidwells forever, in perpetuity, even though they have the third worst losing percentage and most losses in the history of football. They will side with them, and that's fine. You're allowed to do that. The other people who, you know, casually watch the Cardinals, like the Cardinals, love Kyler Murray or from Texas or watched Oklahoma, whatever. Oakland A's fans who are now by proxy Kyler Murray fans, even though they only knew him for a short while. They side with Kyler. They watch. They use their eyes. I'm on that side. It's not absolute, but it's probably 80-20, 75-25 that I'm on the side of Kyler Murray and the Cliff Kingsbury's inability to elevate him and the rest of the talent on the roster is why the Cardinals have downfalls the second half of the last two seasons. I don't know why people don't under like agree with me, but that's fine. That's my side. But it's becoming more and more polarized, and it's fun, and it's great. As we're talking about avatars of people, not the actual personal people themselves. The only thing we talk about personally with Kyler Murray is his demeanor, his attitude, and not like bad attitude, good attitude, just his attitude as a human, and him unwilling to conform to what people want him to be as the prototypical leader quarterback. People lead in myriad different ways. And if you're surprised that he's acting this way, that's on you. This is how he's always acted. And it's not bad. So understanding that this is going to be Kyler Murray, his leadership qualities will evolve. 
He's a work in progress. Not everybody has a work in progress that's just play on the field. He's got a work in progress as that and as a leader of an NFL team. He's 24 years old. Let him run his own race. He absolutely has to get better at specific things. He absolutely should be watching more film. Sure, whatever. But to think that he's going to change his demeanor with something that he's been his entire life, that's a joke. He can add to it, but the base of it is going to be he is Kyler Murray, and that is 100% okay. So what did he say today? What did he say today? Quote, and this is what he asked in response to somebody asking him about the independent study hours being mandated in his new contract. Quote, to think that I can accomplish everything I've accomplished in my career and not be a student of the game and not have the passion and not take this serious, it's disrespectful. It's almost a joke. So he's not going to be like, well, this is what happened. Let's sit down around the campfire, kids, and I'll explain to you my life. No. Um, look at what I've done. And I think the reports, I wasn't in uh, the press conference. The reports, he just started listing things. So 42-0 in high school, Heisman Trophy, rookie of the year, his rookie year. It takes longer for some players to become perennial stars in this league. Take some time sometimes. And just because other quarterbacks have done it quicker and other quarterbacks have done it more effectively with more wins early on doesn't mean that that's the only way to do it. Dan Marino was rookie year, made the Super Bowl, never made it again. There's no momentum from year to year in the NFL. It's adapt, get better, win games this year. Every season is in an absolute vacuum. So Kyler growing up in front of our very eyes is natural. Yes, 100%. He is not perfect. Yes, 100%. He's got a lot of work to do to reach that superstar potential, MVP level. Because the potency of when he's been great should be enough to show people that's in there. Plenty of quarterbacks never show that. Kirk Cousins never showed that. He's been consistent. His floor may be higher than Kyler Murray's at this point, but Kyler Murray has what I call the oh my God moments. We've seen him. I'm not even talking about the Hail Mary. Because, yeah, it was a great throw, terrible play call, only having one receiver in, in the end zone. But it worked. I'm not even talking about that. I'm talking about the moments that make your jaw drop. And sure, that one did, but chalk that up to luck. It was a 50-yard pass at the end of a game. I guess luck more than his, his, his moments in between games. The oh-my-God moments just need to happen during the second half of the season more than they already are. That's it. And I feel a player shows 
the potential to be great with some sort of consistency. And Kyler has, at least especially over the last two seasons. He's shown potential to be an absolute superstar. And regardless of if you believe that or not, watch the games and tell me that when he's great, he's not a top five quarterback in this league. And it's hard to chunk together a bunch of quarterbacks in the top five. He was the MVP of the league through seven weeks last year. Oh, well, it was only seven weeks, and it's got to matter when it counts, and blah, blah, blah. I get all that. I understand, and I agree. And the fact that he has that in his guts, and we've seen it, and he never lost a high school game, and he won the Heisman Trophy, and he was Rookie of the Year. Yeah, still at the same height as he is now. Still at the same stature that he is now. He's never going to be 6'5", 250. Remove yourself from comparing him to any other quarterback in the NFL because he's not. For better, worse, indifferent, he's not, and he won't be. So looking at what other quarterbacks have done through three years, through two years, through their rookie year, is completely irrelevant to the Arizona Cardinals and Kyler Murray. Every starting quarterback that has shown his weight will get paid a whole lot of cheese. Remove yourself from the sticker price of Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray has no pressure, in my opinion, going into the 2022 season. He's going to ball. It's not like he's like, oh, I'm taking this. Wait, is there a, uh, a clause in my contract that says I can't just take this money and run. Oh, there's not? I'm out. Like, he's going to be a top 12 quarterback without breaking a sweat if he stays healthy. You know how many bad quarterbacks there are in this league? How many b- bad's not fair? How many below average quarterbacks there are in this league? He's not one of those. And if you got somebody that's not a below average quarterback, you are well ahead of the curve of the rest of the NFL. That's what needs to be understood. Not the fact that He's not a rah-rah guy. Not the fact that they had a tough second half of the 2020 and 2021 season. Sure, it's definitely part of the storyline. But looking forward, Kyler Murray puts the Cardinals in a much better spot than if he was not the quarterback. Agree, disagree, put it in the chat. Like, I'm, I'm not meaning to like, I'm not raising my voice, but it's like, these are things that I think are important to understand. Without Kyler Murray, the Cardinals are nowhere near what they are with him. And by NFL standards, that's everything. Talking more Kyler Murray next, Locked on Cardinals. To think that I can accomplish everything I've accomplished in my career and not be a student of the game and not have the passion, not have that passion and not take this serious, it's disrespectful, it's almost a joke. Why did they have to put it in the contract? We'll talk about it. Alex Lancy, Locked on Cardinals. Follow me on Twitter. Thanks for hanging out with me on a Thursday live. I'll be doing these live most likely through the preseason, and then I'll go back to recording them and posting them earlier in the morning. Um, thanks for hanging out. I know that you know, you're not getting the, the podcast at midnight like normal, where you get them free and available on all platforms, but I like doing this live. I like having conversations. I like this stream of consciousness. Um, it's fun. And there's been zero shortage of information and content for the Arizona Cardinals this offseason. Why put it in the contract? Burning question. This is the polarization of the fan base with who they side with. Ah, Bad use of prepositions there. This is the polarizing question. Why put it in the contract? 
two schools of thought. One, ownership side. Um, because we can, and we're going to give him a whole lot of money, giving him more money than we've ever given a quarterback in the history of the existence of this franchise. Cool. Siding with Kyler. Oh, they're just trying to control him. And, you know, they didn't really want to pay him. And uh, they don't understand how important he is to the future of this organization. Those are the two sides. And bleeding the two sides together seems to be a fool's errand at this point. Either it's one or the other. And for me, selfishly, it's, I mean, it's fun. I mean, it's a debate. Every day it's a debate. Twitter, texting, phone calls, this podcast, it's a debate. But why do they put it in? I'm going to think about it rationally. Absolutely fair for Michael Bidwell to say, hey, Kyler, you have to dress in all orange every day at practice or you're not getting a contract. He can do whatever the hell he wants. You have to wear a fedora every day or you're not getting $160 million guaranteed with injury. He could legitimately put in whatever he wants. And that's why I think it's more of a power play than anything. This could have been a handshake deal on the side. No embarrassment, no nothing. I'm sure there are handshake deals like this all the time. But for something as small as four hours a week, this is an owner of an organization who runs the organization my way or the highway like he's won 10 Super Bowls. And it's ridiculous. That's what I think rationally was the side and the reason why he did it. Sure, it's for game film also. But come on. This is like, oh, you want all this money? You're going to do something for me first. That seems so infantile regarding how they're portraying Kyler Murray and what he's done. Regardless, this seems to have some sort of wedge now between, it seems like between Kyler Murray and the organization, regardless of if both sides kind of got what they want, got got what they wanted. The other side, Kyler had to sign it because he wanted $100 million guaranteed. I mean, I would sign it. I will dress up as a court jester every day and change outfits twice on Sundays if you give me $100 million. Personally, I would do that. The answer to why it was put in there, I, I don't know. We're never going to know. A couple things we do know. Kyler Murray is the quarterback for the Cardinals through 2028. Michael Bidwell's never selling the damn team. Those are truths. And Steve Kahn most likely is never getting fired. So those are the truths that we have going into 2022 and beyond. And the fodder in between is for fun because ain't nothing going to change regarding those three entities most likely. And Nate, this is a good question. Let's not forget Kyler's agent. Why did he allow this clause if it hurts the K1 brand? Um, That's, you know, um, projecting that it would hurt his brand. I don't think this will. This will be a butt of jokes, 100%. This is going to be, for a while, I guess he watches film, until writers who are all very smart, people on TV very smart, find something else to joke about. It's going to be there. I don't know why Eric Burkhart 
allowed it. I mean, it's like, well, if you don't sign this, then you're not getting your money. My thing is, my thing is that if you don't trust them, just trade them. You know how many teams would love to have Kyler Murray as their quarterback? Most teams with below average quarterbacks. So what I don't understand is, and this is why it's so Arizona Cardinals, so clunky, so flippantly unnecessary, it seems, for this clause. It's like, if it means that much to you that he watches four hours of film extra a week, why are you giving him money? If you don't think he's the guy, if you don't think he works hard enough, if you think all of these things, one, two, three, four, five, then trade him. If you don't think he's the future of the organization and the and and the the catalyst for giving him is predicated upon in some respect, what having him do independent study and putting it in a contract, why'd you pay him? So many teams would have given three first round picks and a couple players for Kyler Murray. If you don't think that, I, we're going to just respectfully disagree. Why? Why would you pay him and hold this over his head? Oh, because you gave him $160 million guaranteed? Yeah, this is the chicken or the egg thing. Steve Kime contract extension, Cliff Kingsbury contract extension. It's obvious that Michael Bidwell has joined his side of where he thinks there's fault and praise to go around. He's going to keep Steve Kime forever. 2018 happened. People just don't remember. People just choose not to remember in that, you know, in that building. Cliff Kingsbury has never had a winning record during the second half of any season he's ever coached. They get massive contract extensions. Kyler Murray gets his extension. And then they put this clause in and it just, it baffles the mind, in my opinion. Please reach out to me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Let's continue this conversation. This is fun. I'm having a good time. This is just the beginning. We're just in training camp, man. We didn't even talk about training camp today. We will tomorrow as we ride the content God's coattails into Xanadu, which is what's happened this offseason for the Cardinals. Better, worse, and different. Alex Nancy locked on Cardinals. I'll talk to you tomorrow.